Hello shiny happy people welcome to this month's episode of our transporting series I'm your guest host Sanjay Dugar today we will be transporting the idea of experiential leadership and who better to give us more insights than someone who has authored a book on this curious to find out more don't go anywhere i'll be back right after this break so let's get on straight to this friend spotting conversation it's my pleasure to invite my colleague and the author of the elephant at the dinner table a journey into experiential leadership none other than amit nagpal welcome to you amit hey thank you so much sanjay for having me it's a pleasure thank you <laughs> all right let's have a very quick round of introduction for the benefit of our listeners amit uh so so very quickly i'm i've been in the leadership space for quite some time in learning and development uh close to about 32 years of work experiences have worked in variety of organizations uh, right from gsk to to ge capital international services wipro infosys cognizant my last assignment with infosys bpm was head of learning and uh, i'm an atd master trainer coactive coach uh, speaker and an author Yeah so that's pretty much sums it up in less than 30 seconds i guess <laughs> <laughs> wow amit and that's a very modest introduction guys a really good achiever of plenty of things i am not surprised when his book hit the best seller in the amazon uh, ratings and obviously he has done a lot of research but more about that as we have our conversation uh, but let me start with this amit there are so many people who write books and there are so many books around leadership what prompted you to write a book in the area of experiential leadership and who's the target audience great question sanjay so uh, let me uh, you know take you back to um, my younger days when i was was i was born and brought up in agra city of the taj mahal yeah so it was a small town at that point of time uh, blessed with great convent schools but nothing beyond the convent schools you know so there were no jobs or any opportunities unfortunately uh, for me my childhood was a little uh, tough one for me i lost my dad uh, when i was just 7 and mm-hmm. my elder brother who's 10 years elder to me uh, migrated to the us to join my uncle in his business and my elder sister got married so it was only me and my mother in in a small town like i mentioned and uh, i had uh, struggled quite a lot in terms of uh, finding a role model finding someone whom i could look up to so i was missing out on my father now that i've studied psychology i understand the you know uh, self limiting beliefs and so many other jargons we have to support it but uh, that's exactly what happened to me and uh, while there were dark clouds there was also a silver lining uh, many people came to support me to guide me um, and 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 then uh, my journey began and um that's that's pretty much uh, how um i kind of uh, tried to improve on my, my my own abilities and and try to do better at my studies initially it was very tough i couldn't get through um, uh, several subjects i was an average student and and i badly needed a job so so 
when I was just 20, I found myself a job at, my, at a very small pharmaceutical company. I started my career as a medical representative. And um, from there onwards, you know, I, I kind of experimented a lot on myself. I uh, took up different jobs, different um, opportunities, never said no to new things in life. And eventually, you know, uh, fast forward 26 years later, I became the training head of Infosys BPM. So the reason I'm sharing this story with you, uh, Sanjay, is um, uh, despite coming from, a, a, you know, an environment where there wasn't too much of motivation for me, uh, there were limited resources. It was through sheer power of dreaming big and sheer power of seeking experiences by seeking help from people. I was quite curious. I sought help from people. And eventually I um, was able to achieve and, and meet my, uh, you know, goals. So, so experiential learning for me has been the hallmark of, you know, all the fulfilling things that happened to me in my life. Wow, what a story. And you're so right, right? It's all about experiences. Most often it's our own experiences, but imagine if you could learn from other people's experiences also, it would be so powerful. So I'm really grateful that you've written a book from that context. And just to uh, complete the loop on that, did you have a target audience in mind? Yeah, so my target audience uh, has been uh, young leaders, uh, business management students, uh, college-going students. And the reason why I've chosen this uh, target audience, uh, Sanjay, is because, again, connecting the loop back with my personal experiences, um, when I was struggling to find a role model and mentor, I figured out that we all, at any stage of our career, we need such role models and mentors in our life. And uh, somehow, um, in my experiences, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Sanjay, uh, you 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 work with so many diverse clients over several decades. Uh, the point I want to make is that senior leaders have access to all the resources that they need. It's more at the entry level, at the mid level, where we don't have access to too many resources. And 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 through this journey of mine, through this book effort, and and whatever work I do, I, I spend a lot of time in colleges, schools. I work with small and medium uh, size enterprises. I work with mid-sized companies, all kinds of audiences. My my purpose is very clear: that if I could achieve that, so can you. Yeah. So um, through using my personal life as as an example. I try to bring in stories. I try to bring in experiential learning in, in all my learning programs, my interactions. So, so that is the reason I, I and it, it certainly hurts me, Sanjay, when I hear about suicides, you know, young students committing suicide, relationships, um, you know, failure in relationships at, at work, with at personal life, you know, toxic work culture. And, and uh, COVID has only kind of... Uh, fueled it further. So, so that's a very specific reason I chose this target audience. Not to say that I don't interact and work with in the executive uh, coaching space and leadership space, but given an opportunity, my uh, focus area is young leaders and mid-level leaders. Awesome. In fact, I always use my tagline, help leadership excel. Right? I, my tagline says helping leaders excel. And when I say leaders, I don't always mean only the CXOs, but right from the early stage leaders all the way to the top. And you're so right. There are lots of resources needed at that layer down, uh, which is not accessible. And even in companies don't probably invest that much on them as they do on the senior leaders. But uh, glad that uh, you're able to see that gap and also fill that gap with your book. 
And, you know, picking on that thing about uh, stories, your book has got 33 stories. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with them? <laughs> Don't ask me the, how did I come up with specific 33 number? But, you know, it, it was a discussion with the publishers and, and they said, you know, uh, at least Amit, you should publish minimum 25 stories to begin with to make it worthy of a book. So that's, that's how the conversation began. And it ended up uh, with 33, uh, not by design. It's, it's just naturally um, I, I came up with those uh, stories. Yeah. And uh, the stories, are are they like uh, some sort of uh, insights or research that you conducted? I, I know you did something. So can yeah. you elaborate that a bit for us? Sure, Sanjay. It's taken an effort of more than five years of uh, researching and reaching out to different leaders. So what I did was um, I... Uh, spoke to almost 300 leaders over this period of five years. And these were not questionnaire-based interactions, Sanjay. These were all one-on-one um, -on -one conversations with leaders uh, at all levels. Oh, right, wow. from, right from leaders at the front line to the CXOs, uh, strategic um, you know, partners, uh, some of my clients. So um, it's only with the business schools, with business, uh, business school students, I used uh, the questionnaire. And um, I hired a researcher from South Africa. Uh, her name is Anik, because I'm not a statistician, I'm not a researcher by education, and I wanted an unbiased uh, viewpoint. And Anik um, did a wonderful job for me. She collated all my data, she curated it and came up with her analysis. And um, very clearly, Sanjay, the analysis was uh, shouting at you know, me, the, the papers were shouting back at me and saying, Amit, you have to do something in this specific space of young leaders and mid-level leaders, because that's where I found, you know, there were huge gaps and they were, they've been crying for help. Awesome. That means you've put in a solid amount of effort meeting so many people. And like you said, over five years, I mean, that's like a lot of passion around this topic that has driven this. So I'm glad you're able to do that. And uh, I'm sure that you couldn't have put all your thoughts in one book, right? So I'm sure you have some thoughts about what's coming up next. Do you want to give us like a hint preview of what's coming? Well, um, so so uh, the success of this book uh, uh, kind of prompted me, uh, motivated me to do something more in this area. And uh, I strongly believe, uh, Sanjay, when you write a book, uh, something inside you changes as well. Uh, so I've kind of... Um, I've been uh, enjoying the, the fulfilling moments of really applying and embodying what I've written. And, and, and so, so, so it's, it's a selfish cause for me more than just uh, uh, to, to help me transform myself before I transform the, you know, the larger community. And uh, keeping that spirit in mind of um, you know, being curious and learning more and, and, and basically you know, the impact that I saw from the, the first effort so the second book is all about uh, stories again, because my audience uh, just love the stories and all of us love stories, isn't it, Sanjay? And, of course. And if, and if these are real life stories, real life anecdotes, uh, then uh, people are able to relate to it and the learning is far more deeper, right? So what I've done um, in the second book, I've it's an extension of the first book. So the first book is about the elephant at the dinner table. So the second book talks about now let's eat the elephant. <laughs> that's awesome that's and, awesome and, and you eat the elephant in you know bite size you can't have the elephant in in one go so so these are bite size uh, bite size uh, stories 50 stories uh, the the difference here is um, it's uh, far less academic 
uh, as one would expect it to be. It's it's more um, um, more focused on these stories. So there are illustrations in it. Uh, they're just one and a half page worth of uh, information for each story. So I've dedicated just one and a half page per story. So so maximum seventy five pages uh, of uh, written content and another fifty to sixty pages of illustrations. So I've hired a student, uh, uh, an illustration artist uh, from National Institute of Design, Ahmedabad. Her name is Tanuja. And she's done a brilliant job. I did a, some bit of test marketing. A lot of people came back and said it's excellent. So it's a combination of stories with illustrations and reflection pages, you know, reflection yeah. questions, so that people can actually, um, you know, find um, key actionables for themselves. Awesome. I think uh, that's like super. On a lighter note, I hope the PFA people don't come after you for eating the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to read the they have to read the book and then they will understand what I mean by the elephant yeah. there. <laughs> and also, thanks for sharing those wonderful emotional connects which you got as an author because I relate to that. I resonate with that. You know, having written a book myself. Uh, yes. Very, very much. Uh, it, it really comes on to you, right? You embody that, and you wish to live your life that way. So it's amazing. And of course, I wish you all the very best for your second book as well. I'm thank sure it will be another bestseller, right? <laughs> well, thank you so much. It it should. I mean, even if it reaches uh, a handful of people and it uh, you know ignites a light bulb in their mind, I think my job is done. You know. So making difference to people one step at a time. So while numbers look good and you feel happy about numbers, I think it's, you know, at, at a career stage where you and I are, Sanjay, I think we need to really help um, expand our horizons, expand our landscape and make a difference to the larger community. To the larger Absolutely. Body. Totally, totally agree with that. If we can change a life, it's much better than having a million copies sold that is never read or used, right? You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. Uh, coming back to your book itself, uh, I'm sure the book is going to be a great read and uh, you could also share your link on this podcast. Sure. But uh, for the listeners who are actually listening to this podcast, I'm sure they're curious about your top three insights from the book. What are some practical tips which when they go back, that can be really used by them. Sure, Sanjay. But you know what? Uh, since we are talking about king size, elephant size, I'll, I'll share more than three um, takeaways from it. Ah, okay. welcome. Is welcome. That okay? More than welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> so so the, the, these are, again, learnings from my own experiences and something that I've practiced. So I preach what I practice and practice what I preach. So, so the five key messages are, you know, focus on your strengths. You know, when you leverage your strengths, it works like a fulcrum, right? And it, you can do a lot more uh, with your strengths. And uh, find a coach and a mentor for yourself. At, at the sooner you are able to find, I mean, even today, Mr. Murthy has has a mentor, Mr. Narayan Murthy, the founder of Infosys. All the leaders that I've worked for, each one of them have a mentor, irrespective of whatever career stage they are at. So find a coach and a mentor. Take actions, you know, uh, learn from your mistakes. Keep, you know, Mr. Jack Welch, of course, 
he he was a legendary g man a g the, the former ceo but i called him the founder of a jack welch way of thinking and he used to truly believe in taking action taking learning from your mistakes keep taking action he believed in kindnesses and and uh, then be a learner for life you know don't rest on your laurels like reed hoffman the the co-founder of linkedin has always been saying stay in a permanent state of beta don't say you are complete right and uh, finally the fifth one is uh, what my prospective client taught me a few years ago he didn't buy my product or my solution but he says amit i'm excited about what you are doing um, stay committed to yourself and honor your dreams and i'm shared that story in the book as well um so so stay committed to yourself focus on your strengths find a coach and a mentor take actions learn from your mistakes and be a learner for life you know these are the five uh, key messages that i would like to share wow that's really powerful while they are great words i'm sure it should encourage people to pick up your book and go over some of the stories that would yeah. be like absolutely wonderful and uh, very very excitedly looking forward to more stories more learnings uh, from your next book about how to eat <laughs> to that elephant at the dinner table <laughs> we're really looking forward to that and amit i wish to personally thank you for the time that you've taken to join us on this trend spotting podcast and i must share with you that this topic of experiential leadership was actually called out by some of our listeners and said can we have something around this topic so i think it's very very relevant to our listeners as well so thank I'm you glad. once again and uh, looking forward to having probably a little more detail about your next book in the future as well yeah sure sanjay thank you so much for having me and uh, i'm sure through through your uh, channel i'll be able to reach out to a much larger audience and and uh, try and see if, if these messages resonate with them and and i'm there um, uh, for answering any follow up questions or any other ideas or thoughts i'm i'm there to support uh, and learn from all of us learn from each other Awesome on that note I'm then going to invite our listeners to type in any questions that you have for Amit uh, you can type in on the chat in the podcast and I'm sure Amit will get back to you as he reads those questions and of course the invitation as always please share your thoughts on what else you would like to hear on trend spotting and on that note thank you very much <laughs>